your main thing? Or are you still, are you still trying to figure out what your other thing was? Nah, I'm cool. I'm gonna air my grievances, but you gotta go first because that's normally gonna make me spicy. Oh, you, uh, you, you need some activator? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a Jerry Curl. You gotta throw a little something on me. <laughs> hey. Oh, hard. Let me drink my little ginger beer. I want to be a Jamaican grandma so bad. You said a naked grandma? <laughs> I said a Jamaican grandma. Yo, let's start this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I heard I want to be a naked grandma so bad. And I was like, well, I mean, there's a way. <laughs> It'll just take some time. Gary, are you drinking or are you doing this sober? Ah, there it is. <laughs> What's that you were asking? Uh, I heard you. I got it, got it, got it. God damn. He'd be licking and farting and barking and shit. See, there you go. Being a nigga. Licking and farting and barking. <laughs> Same. Uh, first of all, you're not even part of the game that barks. That's not even your colors. You know what? <laughs> I don't have to stuffy this. <laughs> it's your turn to bring us in, bro. Well, I was waiting for the distant barking to go away. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hear it. Uh, I damn you can hear it. Yes, real faint, like in the <laughs> in, in the yonder. Yeah, I mean the people might just get some straight barks. It'd be like that. <laughs> oh well, go ahead. Okay, let me let me get my slurp in. Start my mukbang. <laughs> mm. <sighs> Hello, governors. Welcome back to Wars and Moisturized. It is us again. Back to give you more of the hottest topics this side of the Mississippi. I'm your lovely host, Gary, here with... And I'm your lovelier host, Paige. You tried it anyway. Um, <laughs> it's like, nah, she is very lovely, y'all. <laughs> if you've never had the pleasure of interacting with Paige, I sure hope you get it one day. All right, but also fuck around and find out. That too. No, she's also not the one or the two. Or the tree. Shout out to Vic. <laughs> Shout out to Vic, indeed. We love her. Um, But yeah, so uh, let's get into it. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different, y'all, because, look, we both got a lot going on. We both motherfucking tied, like dish detergent, dish detergent, laundry detergent, oh. mulligan. <laughs> um. So we about to this this air this episode is gonna be the airing of the grievances. We just gonna we just gonna talk about shit that pisses us off because everybody needs a good vent session. Absolutely. And just of all different scales, if it comes to you, just let it fly. Mm, absolutely. All right. Hey, so get your bonnets and shit ready. <laughs> get your what's ready? <laughs> you who? Your bonnets. Your church bonnets. <laughs> church. Get your bonnets ready. Okay. Um. I know y'all be going to Zoom church in your bonnets, but whatever. Yeah, they do. They're guilty. Um, but all right, let's let's get into it. Yeah, should I start? Should I pop it off? Go ahead, Gary. Let me think. Let me start small. What pisses me off? Um. It pisses me off when when I got to shake hands with people with chewed up nails. <laughs> That's what pisses me off. I'm start I'm starting there. Cuz for cuz for one, I'm a very observant person and I'm I'm also somebody that looks at hands. I, I like I like I like when people have nice hands. So when I see people that like bite the shit out of their nails down to the nubs, that shit pisses me off. And then, and then if it's like a, if it's like a, a human interaction where I have to like interact with you or like shake your hand or you have to like put your hand on me in any way, I'm thinking now you got to put your grubby paws on me, and I <laughs> and I hate grubby paws. You know what I mean? If I got any nail biters listening right now, hey, sorry, but it's gross. I don't like it. And I know sometimes people be having nervous habits and shit. I know there's a lot of things like anxiety that can lead to nail biting. Maybe that's your thing. Maybe that's how you cope. 
hey, I hope you get better, but don't touch me. <laughs> Yo, remind me to get a full set before you come visit. <laughs> Yo, so I'm such a nail biter when I don't have nails on. <laughs> Yo, that's wild. That's crazy because this was for me. This, this No, no, nah, nah, but you, you see, I didn't even count you in that because all the times I've seen you, you're usually on point. Yeah, I normally have my nails done, but yeah. look, I've been chill since I got my mortgage. But best believe, the next time I see you. <laughs> ooh, ooh, and that, ooh, ooh, let's take it there, too. Let's take it there. Hold up, part two to mine. Okay. It pisses me off when a woman, I'm, I'm, I'm cuffed, so I'm talking in, gen- in generalities here. Mm-hmm. Uh, a woman who would otherwise be attractive got fucked up hands. That shit, <laughs> that shit makes me so mad. And then, and then I don't even I don't even mean this isn't even me being like classist like you got to have your nails professionally done got to have acrylics clickety clacks nothing like that, but I'm very big on like nail maintenance you know what I mean even if them shits ain't done they can still be like you know, kempt, Car- cared for yeah you know cared for you know just you know groomed if you will, and I I be tight when well I used to be tight when I was in the dating world um <laughs> and like a woman you know let's say we match on like a dating profile like a dating uh app or whatever and i'm like oh she cute or whatever and then we meet in person and her hands is all fucked up and it's like damn now i gotta unmatch you you think you got catfish like hand catfished mm-hmm. mm. huh. would i take it that far probably because i'm because I- i'm real big on i'm real big on like touching shit like I, i'm i'm a, you know when i when i when i when i find myself in a particularly cuddly mood you know if we laid up i like i like beard scratches i like a nice face caress you know what i mean but if you got if you got grubby paws don't touch me so it's not saying but it's ain't about to work it's a grubby pause for me so um and that that is my first chapter of shit that pisses me off hey, what about you Paige? okay this is really on my spirit, especially since I moved out of Jersey. Mm-hmm. Shit that pisses me off is all these other fucking states who make you pump your gas. And what really, really pisses me off is people from states that had to pump their own gas. They be feeling so indignant about it. Like, oh my God, I love my own gas. You ever go to the gas station at 3 a.m. and pump your own gas? Nigga, no, I don't go to the gas station at 3 p.m. Like, what? Like, that's what you're proud of. Okay, cool. You can get gas whenever you want. If you in the streets all the time and you constantly need gas, then cool. But they make it seem like all of New Jersey, like you cannot get gas after midnight. Like you can go. There's 24 hour gas stations with attendance. Yeah. Like that's this for us. And like I know y'all think it's like this flex to be able to pump your own gas, but it's not because it gets cold outside and it'd be raining and hailing and it should be muddy and everybody was touching that shit during covid but not people in new jersey because you was staying in your fucking car you was cracking the fucking window you was sliding your car down there just enough for that nigga to grab it with his little fucking mittens on <laughs> little <laughs> fucking mittens because you know we get cold <laughs> and you know we was getting our gas like y'all do not know the pleasure of being like let me get uh Twenty dollars regular. Y'all don't know what the fuck that means. And so I just feel like I don't know. Ever since I moved out here, like I'm a, I'm not even gonna front. I've like literally gotten gas maybe a handful of times. That's probably not even true because Stanley always gets gas. Um, because again, I'm not gonna be out here pumping my own gas. <laughs> what the fuck. So you you just make sure to lead your life in such a way where you're never the one that has to put the gas in the car. Yeah, honestly, it kind of feels like magic, low-key. But I also, like, very rarely, like, take the car for myself. Even though it is my car, like, I don't really enjoy driving. So if I don't have to, I don't. Yeah, you said that. You always want to be passenger. Yeah, I'm a passenger princess. I know my role. Mm. Okay, sorry. I don't know what my neighbors are doing, but it sounds like they're upstairs dropping marbles. And I really wish they would stop. Um... But yeah, so but every time I need to use the car, I just get in it and there's gas in it, like magic. But I'm just letting you all know who pump your old gas. It's cool. We get it. But like, it doesn't make you special. It doesn't make you cool. New Jersey is significantly better. If you had patience, you'd be able to get let someone pump your own gas. And it's all fun and games until it's a January in New Jersey and the wind cutting up and gas prices is high. And now you got to stand outside. Imagine paying $7 for gas and having to pump it yourself. The fuck? 
Absolutely not. If you're gonna disrespect me, at least like give me a little luxury. I I must say I've never encountered these people with this strong sense of pride about pump, pumping their own gas. Oh my god, you're so fortunate. Um, well, then again, I I am still in Jersey, so that probably plays into it. Even though I'm about to move to PA, but okay, I guess I guess they're out there flexing about hard. Yeah, yeah, they're like super pumped about being able to pump their own gas. They like just feel like they're better than people, and it's like okay. New Jersey's creating jobs, and they're saving people from having to get out their warm, toasty car to stand out in the elements to pump my gas. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, it definitely was a, uh, I definitely forgot mad times when I was living in PA for that, like, year and a half. I worked at school out there. Like, I think the first time I was, like, tired somewhere, and I drove, and I pulled up to a gas station. I, I think I sat there for, like, five minutes and was like, oh. I got to do this shit myself. Yep. My god sister said she did that on the way back home from New Jersey. She was like, I sat there for five minutes. When I lived in New York, there were, self, there were like gas stations that someone could serve you, but the gas was always a little bit more. Wait, like the gas was more if they did it for you? Like the it- gas, that gas station was higher than other ones. Uh, oh, okay. I was going to say, I was like, they had conditional prices, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes. Yes. Down here, there are conditional prices. They'll have it like big as hell. Three forty for gas or two forty for gas, whatever. And then in teeny tiny print, Gary, I promise you the smallest fucking print, it'd be like with car wash. Nigga. The car wash, thirty-five dollars. So now I'm already thirty-five dollars in the hole. To still have to fill my tank up for potentially another 35, 40 bucks. What? So now I'm spending $75 for all that. I should have just paid whatever the hell the fucking gas costs. Wait, so the condition is that if you get a car, if you get your car washed at that spot, the gas is then cheaper? Yes. <laughs> Yo, what? <laughs> yes. Yes. There's one right by my house. Yes. And I'm like, why the fuck is this fine print? Like, why are they allowed to do this? This is extortion. <laughs> it's like blackmail. Like, it's so ridiculous. And and it's literally all, it's rampant in the DMV. Rampant. Rampant. <laughs> that is a odd business model. Yeah. It's full of swindlers. It's, uh, it's unfortunate. I don't know. Capitalism is capping. And honestly, fuck that shit. Hard F. <laughs> Well, goddamn. All right. Um, you want to know what pisses me off? <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Thing, something that pisses. All right. Let, let me. I think you're. Ooh, I think you're about to uh, chime in on this one when I'm done talking. But let me. Let me. Uh, let me get my shit off right quick. Um. Th- it pisses me off when things are like. What's the word? When things are like taboo that shouldn't be taboo. Mm. Like for example, like this whole like the like for example the rule the rules of employment and job hunting. Like how it's like how how you almost got to be like sneaky about the fact that you're always looking for another like looking for a better job. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. be, like we've been like you got to like you got the way that Job hunting, both on the hiring and uh, seeking side, is like just romancing the other side and like selling them a dream. And it's like you got to pretend that like you're, you know, you're the happiest person in the world to be here, no matter what the fucking job is. Like whether it's a job, you know, fucking work, working, doing the burgers and fries, or it's a job in corporate America, you got to pretend like, oh, I've always been passionate about, <laughs> I've always been passionate about burger preparation. And, you know, I, of course I plan to stay with the company and grow in the next 10 years. And hopefully one day I'll be assistant manager. I hate that shit because it's like, it's just these, it's, it's such a dumb rule because, all right, I, I just feel like as human beings, we should, always, we should always assume that other human beings are always looking to do the thing that is ultimately best for them. And naturally that's going to include finances, that's going to include positioning. So it's like, 
I gotta, I, I gotta be on this interview, you know, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, acting like I'm just honored to be in your very presence. And you know, um, but 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 then it's like if I've been with your business for X amount of time and I get a new opportunity, I gotta like, I gotta fake the funk and lie about it, so y'all don't feel no type of way or like start treating yeah. me different. It's like, oh, I can't, you know, like. Like just like just today, I was look. I uh, I guess somebody sent me a job that was kind of right up my alley, and like I was like looking at the job thing, you know, filling out the application online, and it's like they always have that question. That's like, um, you know, is this your current employer? Can we contact them? If if not, why? You know, it's like, well, nigga, I don't, <laughs> I don't need I don't need them niggas knowing I'm job hunting. <laughs> Motherfucker, I just got here a couple months ago, and I don't need them knowing I'm trying to fly to coop. But, but the thing is, like, why should I feel that way? You know what I mean? Like, if I'm if I'm at the job, I'm doing my job well. I'm not I'm not you know I'm not a I'm not like a, a cancer to the staff. I'm you know <laughs> I have a I have a positive attitude. I do what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. Why can't you just hold it down? If I'm like, yo, I know I've only been here three months, but look, <laughs> look, <laughs> look, nigga, it's something over here that for me as a person suits my needs more and pays better. Now you gonna now you gonna be now you gonna be a homie of a supervisor and write me and and, and be a good reference for me or not? <laughs> God damn it! No, honestly, yeah, I think, and this is a perfect segue because, like I said, fucking capitalism. This idea that like the jobs are doing us a favor is wild to me. Mm. That's really what it is. It's like, oh, you should just be grateful to be here. What? I like the only reason why I am here is because we as a society decided that it's better for us to independently struggle than successfully live like moderately. Instead of letting everyone get a little peace, niggas was like, nah, I gotta have all of it and fuck everybody the fuck else. And now I'm working 40 hours a goddamn week. Mm, talk about it. That's fucking wild. And then got the nerve, well. Honestly, I ain't gonna hold you. My current employer is super dope. I just want a disclaimer. But I've worked for some very lackluster employers. As have I. <laughs> and you know what I mean? It's like the, the vibe is always like, oh, well, your paycheck should be enough. I remember I had a supervisor. It was more like my supervisor's supervisor, but she just felt like that the fact that you got paid once a month, uh, you know, bi-weekly, whatever. That's, like, all the things you would need in a job. Like, she never had to appreciate you because your paycheck appreciates you. Well, bitch, I don't know what the fuck you got in your paycheck, <laughs> but if this is all the appreciation I can get, the least you can say to me is, goddamn thank you. This is atrocious. Because for the work that I'm working, this, this like, the math not mathing. And you're right. They'd be the same people who got a little snooty attitude on your last day. Don't want to say congratulations or nothing. And it's like, bro, be thankful that this even happened. The fact that you got me at the discounted rate that you got me at. Be thankful <laughs> it happened. You swindled me, you bitch. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, the fuck? <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Is that they really like they really be like, I can't believe you're leaving. You can't. I talked to you for six months about a raise. Right. And you said there was nothing you could do. Cool. So I found someone who could do something. Mm. And they always be looking at you shocked. And I'm like, yo, I don't know what they put in the manager's Kool-Aid in the morning, but that shit is good. Okay, because they all be they all have that same vibe. I don't know why you can't just stay, or you know, I I had a supervisor ask me once. She asked the group of us, but what can we do to make the job better that's not raise your pay? Hey, yo. Huh? You'll get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> I remember thinking, because at this point I had already accepted a job somewhere else. I can't remember if I had like told them, but I remember when she asked that question thinking, Jesus fucking Christ, like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, there's no way. I don't have an answer for this, but it don't even matter because this doesn't pertain to me. Um, and truthfully, the only thing that I could kind of come up with is you would have to significantly reduce the amount of work so that way there would, I would have to spend less time doing said work so that I could go get a job somewhere else. Mm. Like a part-time job or something. You know what I mean? Like that's literally the only way because it wasn't, I think the thing that they forget is that it's not always that the work environment is bad. 
the work environment can be good or at least tolerable. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if I can't pay my bills, this is a waste of my time. I'm coming here eight hours a day for five days out the week, and I don't have enough money to, like, make it through whatever the fuck I got to get through. Then this is literally a waste of my time. Mm. Because I could be doing something else that could be providing me enough money so that I could do the things that I want to do. I don't do this work. It's not volunteer. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not here for the for the sport right. of it. Like, if you wanted me to have hobbies, again, you should be supplementing my income so that way I have free time so I can give back to you charitable-ass, bitch-ass corporations. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of that, this pivots me into my next thing that I fucking hate. I hate when you're at the fucking grocery store or the pet store or any fucking store nowadays, and they got the nerve to ask you after you done bought something if you want to donate Roundup for some stupid-ass fucking cause. Let me fucking tell people this. If you don't know this, when you donate funds, that is like a tax write-off. Right. So it's like, I remember this used to make me super mad at a giving day. I think we've talked about this before on the pod, but like, if you work in higher ed, honestly, you don't even have to work in higher ed. If you've ever gone to a college, probably even for one day, um, they will reach out to you on giving day, which is the day where they beg their own students and staff mm-hmm. to donate to them so that they can give that money back to students, allegedly. Right. <laughs> and, you know, there's some schools who are better at it than others. But a lot of times on those days, they'd ask faculty and staff, which I never believed in personally, because you pay me to be here. I, I And you don't pay me enough to give you my paycheck back. But you would see like big deans and presidents, they'd be matching stuff. And I've seen presidents donate their whole bonuses. And really, um, it's because like that saves them on the back end with taxes. So like, this is a very simplistic version of this. But if you donate $90,000 and you know that Normally, you have $100,000 of like money you owe back to the government annually, and you donated $90,000 of that. Well, now you only owe the government $10,000. Yeah. Again, highly simplistic, not a tax person. Literally, like, this may not be accurate, so, like, don't, this is not law. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? That's the vibe. So, it's, like, to me... When they ask that, to me, it's like the corporation has already donated however much money they're going to donate to this, like, organization. And it's probably whatever max level of deductible you can get. And now they're trying to recoup what they donated from me. Are you kidding? Absolutely not. What's wrong with you? No, no, no. If someone's going to donate, I'm going to donate on my own behalf so I can get the tax credit. And once I realized that that's all that was for... Because truthfully, corporations make so much money. Why am I donating to you so that you can donate to someone else when you don't even pay taxes? Like, bro, do you hear that? Imagine asking the poorest person in the room to down, like, to donate to a charity to help impoverished people. Right. But the person that you're donating to has all the money. The fuck? That shit backwards. That backwards is like an understatement. It literally doesn't make any sense. And that's why, honestly, every time I see that shit, I'd be like, no, and I don't give a damn. And if the lady at the cash register want to judge me, or the man, or the person <laughs> at the cash register want to judge me, fuck you and your mama because I'm not about to be giving free money to corporations. Not when I'm out here using paper straws and these things is burning holes in the goddamn ozone. Like literally, directly. Get out of here. Hell no. No. No, 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 no. What else you got, Gary? It pisses me to fuck off how expensive wings are. Because <laughs> look, I'll tell you what. I used uh, I'm a I'm, I'm a man that I'm a man that likes his wings. And I remember I remember the good old days of college when you know, I, I I went to a school that had like it's uh, like pretty much had a bar right on campus, and like it was a pretty well known bar that did like college specials. Like you know, they they would be like one dollar, two dollar beer nights and shit like that. One of the things they had was an all you can eat wing night, and it was for ten dollars on Saturdays. All the wings you could eat, and then on Sundays it was fifty cent wings, as long as you got in multiples of five. And that was a that was a that was a brilliant time to be alive. And I was, but now. Shit, a lot of places don't even sell wings and multiples of ten anymore. For one, they might do them in sixes or eights, 
And for that six or eight, you you paying the price that 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 ten wings used to cost. Yeah, it's like twenty two dollars. Right, like like now on average, like if you anywhere you go for wings, like if if you see a ten piece, on average it's gonna be like fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, it used to be like a dollar a wing. Now it ain't. Now it ain't. Now it ain't. And that and that little wing things they don't even be the full Johns. And that's the thing. A lot of so okay, I'm gonna tell you right now that very same college bar. I went to Rowan University. I went to and the and the bar was called Landmark. So back in the day, it used to be a nice meaty husky wing for the ten dollars for ten for ten, the ten for ten. But now, for the fourteen ninety nine ten piece, it's it's smaller wings. So you telling me I'm giving you more money for less wing? Absolutely. How 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 I'm supposed to justify that? I don't see a way, and I don't know if it's a I don't, niggas was saying it was like a chicken shortage or a wing shortage or something like that. Because I remember wings for a minute, wing stop was like thigh stop. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, I do. And Rick Ross was all on uh, Instagram making commercials about it, like I'm a boss, and when you, sometimes you gotta pivot when supply and demand. So we ain't got no wings. So now we doing thighs, boss, and it's just like nigga, okay, like all right, I guess. If people want their chicken enough, they finna go get it. So I guess good good, good for you for thinking on your feet. And I don't know if that – I guess that shortage ain't over. I'm, I'm guessing unless they mutate some chickens that have – be born with more wings on them, I don't think it's going to change no time soon. But uh, as a man that, that enjoys a nice I'm – a, I'm a, that's one way that I'm a simple man. I like, a, I, like, I like beer and wings. It's one of those simple pleasures in life. I'm a thigh gal myself, so when I go to like Popeyes and stuff, I'm getting all thighs. I'm one of those people. Um, all dark meat, because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like the thigh is such a juicy meat, but it also has like a good surface area for like crispy chicken skin. It does. So you really can't lose. Uh, but one thing that didn't math for me, and uh, maybe this is because I'm under the influence, but I get like a lot of people want chicken wings or whatever. But there's still only two thighs on the chicken. So I was like, when we started running out of wings, I felt like we never ran out of thighs. And I'm like, what? We always like back, what are these like back order thighs? Like <laughs> in the freezer. Like, how do we just have all these thighs on deck? You know what I mean, Gary? I just, uh, I was so they, confused. They're not raising full chickens. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what, what's going on? Are we only growing just the parts? Because I'm like, you kill a chicken for the wing. Are you. Are you throwing the thigh away? No. I buy a 10 piece of, like, because you can buy a 10 pack of thighs for like a nickel still, for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the one. Yes, the different parts of the chicken cost different amounts of money. Yeah, and the thigh ain't never expensive. The th- yeah, yeah, the thigh, the thigh meat is always, they, they, they get, they damn near give you that shit for free. Yeah, no, you used to be able to get like a five piece thigh, John, like a little one. That should be like a dollar nine. <laughs> right. It'd be ten. It'd be ten pounds of thighs for for four dollars. Right, because each thigh pound costs like a quarter or something. But you go over there, look at the wings. You get six wings for nine hundred ninety nine dollars. What is in these chickens? So yeah, so I don't know. I just I just thought it was interesting because like everyone pivoted to thighs, but then there was still no shortage. So I was like, what's happening? Uh, like, nah, you're right. Thighs coming from. So yeah. something to think about. Ponder on that, y'all. Ponder on that. Where are chicken thighs coming from? That's that's real. You just said some shit there. Yeah, I'll be spitting. Mm. All right, Paige, what pisses you off? Hmm. Like, I'm old enough to remember the internet with no ads. Or yes. very I used to be able to be on um YouTube. And watch 80 hours of videos, no ad. Nothing to break up the monotonous cycle that you were going down. Nothing to stop your dangerous spiral. And now it's like, you can't even, like, I feel like you literally get ads everywhere. Yeah, and they'll, they'll definitely blow your high. Like, they'll, like, like ads be hitting at the worst times. Now you don't even want to watch the shit no more. Right. But that's and a it, what. What like what is going on? Like, 
it, it's so now you can't even decipher like what's the difference between like content and the ad. And it's just like what's so annoying about it is I don't need to interact with capitalism on this level. Like this is so this is such an intense relationship that they are trying to create like this succubus. Cause it's like I don't need like everything. I saw something on TikTok today that was so good. It was like clean girl aesthetic, but like for a desk. And it was like a white desk with like certain kind of like accessories, like you know, like those highlighter pins. Like it's supposed to make everything look so aesthetically pleasing. And it's like this ad, and then this black woman's face comes up. She was like, "Don't feel bad if you don't have that white desk because this is literally a marketing ad." <laughs> she was like, "They're trying to make you feel like you're missing something." Because you don't fit this aesthetic, but this aesthetic is an ad. Right. And I was like, bro, like you don't even know if you like stuff anymore because you like it or because you've been advertised it so many times. Like you don't have a choice. Yeah, it's like, it, there, I mean, there's definitely some conditioning there. It's like if you see something around enough, you start to believe that it's like normal and everybody has it but you. Exactly. And that's, I think, and it's like, I think they know, like, well, no, I can't say I think. There's definitely a science and a psychology to marketing, so. Yeah, so I was like, um, to me, it just feels, I don't know, like, as someone who's, like, aware of it, and also, like, I don't even feel compulsed to buy things anymore. I really, like, kind of train myself out of it, so it's just, like, in the way. Right. Like, I'm, you know, they get the clicks for me. Like, I do make it all the way to the website a lot of times, and then I just stop and think, what need is this thing fulfilling? Mm-hmm. It's normally not. So then I just leave. Um, and again, like not everyone has that level of self-control, but like, I don't know. It just, it just like sucks the fun out of like being on the internet. Like I'm getting really much to a point where like, I don't really want to be on the internet like that anymore because it's not becoming a place that feels like a, it's not, it's no longer a community place. It's a place of commerce and everything is for sale. Morals, values, personal data, like everything. And coochie. Yep, and everything's about going the most viral. And it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, I think about that, like, um, I don't know. It just, I'm I'm just tired of it. I'm just really exhausted. I feel like I live in the future, but the future is awful. (laughs) Yes, this is not, yeah, this is not what the Jetsons told us was going to happen. Right, like, I feel like I was so, such a fucking pipe dream. And then on top of that, y'all don't even want to make, like, drugs legal so I can escape this madness. You feel me? You want me to be sober and stuck here? The fuck I do to you? So so I think we agree that that pisses both of us off, how how we're being socially programmed and conditioned by ads and social media. Yo, for real. And honestly, then they be telling... The, the crazy thing is, like, the level of trolling that happens on the internet from corporations is nuts. Because, like, I'll spend time on these social media apps that they've made, like, addicting and dopamine, and then they target all this, like, specifically targeted information to me. But then they'll sprinkle in there something like the average American's attention span is, like, down to nothing. So now as I'm doom scrolling through this app, I'm also thinking, damn... Do I have? Do I not have the attention span to stay on these videos? So now I'm watching videos out of spite. And but, but still giving them what they want either way. Exactly, they win either way. <laughs> they win either way. Uh, I don't like this. I feel like a rat in a maze. And I feel the same way about like targeted ads now because like it's like it's not even it's to the point where it's not even um you know it's not even like a, a mystery anymore. It's like you remember remember how like it used to be kind of like everyone would always uh joke about how like you know if you say something out loud in your phone you'll start getting like ads for it. Uh well not even into your phone or like around your phone or whatever right. like they're listening to you. It's like that's not even like a, a a secret anymore or if you google something you start getting ads for it. Like literally today, I would I uh as I said, I was I was I was looking at a job that somebody sent me and I like went to the to the application page and I was like filling it out or whatever. And then I get home, and that was right before I, I left work. By the time I get home from work and I open up Facebook, I'm literally getting ads for the school that I was, that I, I was doing the application for. Yeah. Like, like on my Facebook. Like not even just ads, but videos. Like video, like specialized video ads that they had ready to go for anybody who typed in that school. It don't take no time. It, it takes zero time. Like the minute that you're done doing what you're doing, 
you open up you open up your next social media app, the ad will be right there. Yeah. Like they're not even it's not even sneaky anymore. They're like, yeah, nigga, so yep, we did it. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. They really don't care. I'm watching um Westworld now. And like it's a futuristic show. But like one of the things they talk about is like one of this company got like really rich because they were able to collect all this data, like pre-debt privacy laws. And they collected so much human data that they were like able to tell the future. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is disgusting. Not because it's a fictional concept, but because I'm sure this is what Jeff Bezos is doing. Oh yeah. Um yeah, them them people in that like anybody in tech, like part of being in tech and like trying to be on top of what the nick the next biggest thing is, is like literally tracking trends. Mm-hmm. Like they they have all the data and the numbers of like how shit is gone and like I'm sure I'm sure there's a group of human beings right, walking among us that already knows what the next big tech craze is about to be in in ten years. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're on the team of how they're gonna roll it out like bit by bit. You know, like they they know like they know what the iPhone twenty seven looks like. Facts. Figgity fucking facts. But honestly, I don't know. That gets on my nerves. Sorry not to jump over you, but I got one more that I really got to get out. Hey, get get it out there, honey. That and the concept of fucking recycling. Let me tell you why. Not actually the concept of recycling. Let me be clear. Like the social media fake environmental activists. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I remember when, I, when we were working together, I think I told someone, this was my first time with the dishwasher. I'm going to say it now, and I'm going to say it again, and I'm not sorry about it. But I run my dishwasher three times a day if I have to. Okay. I do not care. And what you're not about to do is shame me about some fucking turtles or the ocean or water or nothing. When there are literally corporations doing oil spills and never cleaning them up. I think, like, of, like, the pollution that's happening in the world, I think maybe 8% of it is from consumers. Again, you should Google that statistic. I'm not a stats person. I but believe I, you. But that stat is close to accurate. Um, that means the other 92% is coming just from fucking corporations. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos goes to space on the weekend. But niggas in L.A. got to turn their heat up and unplug everything to stop rolling blackouts? Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Yeah. I'm so fucking tired. Like, the thing is that, like, you treat me like a fucking dad of mine, and then you fucking pervert my data back to me in the form of something that I can buy. And then you take everything I love away. (laughs) Nobody can have a goddamn plastic straw. Because some, you know, some probably blonde hair, blue eyed motherfucker somewhere was like, you know what I give a fuck about? The turtles. But what you really need to give a fuck about, Jacob, is the fact that your daddy's the CEO of one of the leading polluting co- like companies in the fucking world. And I got to drink out of a goddamn mushy ass paper straw at a bar in the middle of D.C. while you go to hang out on your daddy's yacht in the fucking like Red Sea or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this shit doesn't make any sense. Like, mm-hmm. the people who are like advocating for like, Oh my God, there's like one of those refill grocery stores in Montclair. And again, I don't think there's anything wrong with being like minimal waste or zero waste or something like that. If that's what you personally want to be. But my issue is that the narrative is that like, if everyone could just do this, we could save the world. And it's like, I understand that, but like people individually aren't the problem. Yeah. There are these corporations that not only have the means, but they have the R&D team and the reach to really change the thing. But they don't want to do that because that's expensive and that's going to cut into their major profit margins. Like, it's like when they tell us, oh, we raise, if we raise minimum wage, the price of food's going to go up. Well, who the fuck cares because niggas going to have more money to pay for it, bro. Right. And how much is it really, really honestly going to go up? Because right now, if that's the case, food should damn near be free because you're only paying niggas like $7. Hmm. 
So, like, it's not cheap now. All you tell me is going to be less cheap, but I'll be making more money. I think I can make that work because I'm making no money and nothing is cheap. I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm over corporations, but also I live in America and capitalism going to fucking cap. So I have no choice but to continue to interact with them. But it is yep. exhausting. Capitalism is the president of the United States. And he went in term and term and term again. All of them in a row, baby. And that nigga undefeated. Right. Undefeated. Yes, Paige, I agree with you. That that also pisses me off. And it's a reminder of the times that we live in and how we're kind of, we kind of just at this phase of a chaotic acceptance. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yep, this is buns, but it's our fate, so. Yeah, what I'm supposed to do. I was born here. You don't like America, just leave. And go where? When people say that, I'm like, y'all the ones who don't like it. There's other com- there's other countries you could go to that are more homogeneous if you wanted to just live with white folks. You true. go there. But they don't want to do that, so. Okay, so let's get to what pisses me off, speaking of dumb people. Not bad, let me hit the beer. What pisses me the fuck off is uh, the thing that happens a lot on social media uh, is like, Dumbass wannabe macho man echo chambers. And let me explain what I mean by that. Some Neanderthal of a human being will say something that they think is super like profound or they ate with that one and then put in a hundred emoji after it. And then all the niggas with the same dumbass dated mindset will run up, run up in there all in agreement. And then they, they found their little community of dumbasses. For example, it'll be some shit like, oh, the reason that niggas don't want to cuff y'all bitches no more is because y'all all act like niggas. Hundred emoji. And then you'll get 15 niggas in the comments. Yo, dead ass, yada, yada. We're, bitches don't cook and clean no more. They don't give niggas back massages. All y'all, all y'all want to do is, uh, you know, is be, is be flued out and make OnlyFans and wonder why nobody like y'all. And then everybody's yelling, yo, facts, facts, on God, y'all niggas spitting. And just like completely, just completely, (laughs) just completely detached from how fucking everything, about how society works, about how, just everything. And it's just like, everybody in that thread, I I know they go to bed that night feeling validated and not aware of how idiotic they are. (laughs) Things like that piss me off. And like. Because I like to choose peace and pick my battles, I like they get that off. Every part of me wants to shut down every single argument in that comment section. You're gonna be fighting for days, but, though. Yeah, but who has that kind of time? If I if I wanted to educate every caveman Neanderthal last nigga I came into contact with, I I'd have a I'd have a not even a head, a body full of gray hairs by now from the from the amount of stressful time I'd have to put in. Did you see that video that was going around? It was two black guys talking. One of the guys, one of the black guys, had on glasses, and he was talking to the older one, who was like, "He was like, are you not understanding that women go to work all day, so they don't want to come home and cook and clean?" Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did see that. And that nigga was like, "So you mean?" He was like. So you're saying that women don't want to cook and clean because they're tired from working all day? And the guy was like, yeah. He was like, why are they tired? He was like, because they've been working all day. <clears throat> He's like, but where are they tired from? It was like the guy, like, it was, it would not compute. Yeah, yes, I do remember that. And he was so mad for not, like, validating his sexist point, which is like, because that's the thing is that people in general... Most of the time, these tend to be male-identified folks. But anyone can have this idea that they want to do everything 50-50, 
But then they want their wife to like be at home cooking and cleaning and all this other shit. And it's like, just so you knew, back in the day when your granddad or your great granddad or whatever was the head of the household and the bread provider, like he made enough money so that your grandma didn't have to work. Right. They were able to take his paycheck and stretch it accordingly. Because when it didn't stretch, both of those people would work. Mm-hmm. And so you can't tell me that you want to go 50-50 with your partner on the rent and utilities and car note, but you want me to be at home cooking and cleaning. Well, I can't be at home cooking and cleaning because you won't get a job that pays enough. Right. But when you tell them that, now you're a gold digger. Right, and it doesn't compute to them that what they're the thing the literal thing they want isn't even fifty fifty. It like by by their own logic, the woman is now doing more, and they're mad that women don't want that arrangement. Right, because if it was easy, why don't you do it then? Right. So yes, I hate I hate niggas. I have no concept of reality, society, how shit works. Um, but yet, but yet, still, say dumbass shit with their entire chest. And when when people, uh, well, lesser caliber human beings, also jump in and make them feel like they they're a prophet and a philosopher. Um, meanwhile, I'm over here just grinding my teeth and and what the fuckness. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think part of the issue is that, like, the internet has exposed a lot of people to a lot of really great information, but it also created pockets for people who were who do not want to receive new information, acknowledge new information, or acknowledge reality. Mm-hmm. They're able to find other people who want to live in that craziness with them. Yes. And it creates a sense of validation. The beauty of <laughs> this way, then feeling this way must not be wrong. Yes, the beauty and ugly of the internet is that there is a community for literally everything. No matter how basic or mainstream it is, or no matter how like random or dark, depraved, uh, feral, just inconceivable, just immoral, unethical, whatever adjective you can think of, there is a community of that type via the internet that makes people feel heard, seen, and validated in whatever it is that they do. Yep. And again, if you don't, if you don't believe it, check out this site called Reddit. (laughs) Because if there's anything there is out there in the world, there is a Reddit community for it. Be it a, an interest, a hobby, a fetish, a kink, a lifestyle, uh, a forum, it's 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 all there, baby. Absolutely. So, I don't know. I just be tired, honestly. I I feel like what I'm really mad at is this whole world. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, this whole thing not giving what it's supposed to give. I would agree. At all. Yeah. This whole this whole life shit is like you know. Like six out of ten currently, and I'm doing well right now. <laughs> so that yeah. um, uh, that should that should let you know. That should let you know how it was really going. Yeah, I don't know this. Uh, this should just not hit in the way I was told it was supposed to hit. Well, I mean, we're also like you know, what we pointed out. We're like we're we're living in we're living in the worst of times. <laughs> it's like it's these days. For real, for real. It's like, remember, it's like, remember how, you, like, like uh, a callback to what you said about uh, on the episode where we were talking about um, realizing that your parents are kind of your peers now. Mm-hmm. We talked about how kind of like you know, like you you can't even really turn to your parents for like advice advice on how to like buy a house or whatever or how to do this or that because it's like at the time that your parents had to do all these things, the world wasn't so expensive, right? Like their dollar went further than ours does. Right. So it's like that 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 this is a call back to that. It's like it the like we weren't told that life was going to be like this because not even our parents saw this coming. You know what I mean? Like 
right. they weren't ready for how expensive the world was going to become about like inflation and capitalism and how, how, like how societal standards were going to change on how things are priced. They weren't ready for none of that. So it's like, shit, they don't even got no insight for us. Nah, we all figuring out the exact same time. And honestly, this shit is buns. The exact same goddamn time. And it's, we just gotta, we gotta thug it together. And truthfully, I know nobody got any good ideas because I ain't seen not one sci-fi um, TV show, movie, nothing where it's like, we got it right. Right. I don't know a single one. Maybe that just means that humans as a whole just can't even fathom a world that works, which tracks. Or like n- literally niggas just ain't got ideas. Yeah, I think I think niggas ran into the wall and we just we just here with it. Well, I hope someone figures something out soon because I'm tired. I'm motherfucking tired. I am motherfucking tired. Um, but yeah. Speaking of being tired. I think that's all the things that get on my nerves that I can muster for the evening. Yeah. Yeah, I've aired out enough grievances. Um I think that I think that was plenty. Hopefully our uh, our fans and listeners can relate. And uh naturally when we put this up, we we you know in the on our on our socials in the comments, let us know about some things that piss y'all off. Absolutely. Yeah. This far, maybe episodes like this piss you off, but you know we'll figure it out. Right. Yeah, I man. We ain't, we ain't always gonna follow the structure. We're human, and today we just, we just needed to vent because we motherfucking tired, as we said. But um, otherwise, thanks for rocking with us. Um, thanks for tuning in to Tad and Moisturize. Uh, we'll be back next time. Peace out, y'all. Peace.